Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Washington, D.C. What up, what up, what up? It's AWOD with you here on a Saturday morning. The Son of the Junks is back, fresh off of an amazing vacation, a work vacation trip to Orlando for the ESPN Events Invitational, but I'm glad to be back here on the airwaves with you in the nation's capital. Not that excited to talk football, though, because we are here in week 13, and my team sucks. That's just where we're at right now, right? We were embarrassed on national television in the third most watched regular season game of all time. Embarrassed by our tribals, the Dallas Cowboys. Pathetic. No fight from this team. Just got completely boat raced in the fourth quarter there. The Commanders tried to ruin my Thanksgiving, but you know what? I didn't let them. Still enjoyed my trip, and I didn't care about the result of that game because I've already given up on these boys. In fact, I have zero interest in watching Ron Rivera's coached football teams play anymore. I've been saying I'm boycotting this franchise until Ron is gone. So I'm out on this season. I only watch because I need to watch for work. But I'm at peace with this being a lame duck season. It wasn't supposed to be a lame duck season. I was hoping, oh man, we're going to have an elite defense. Turns out the defense is the lame duck. Well, the offense has been the one bright spot. Despite bad performances back-to-back, I am excited to watch Sam Howell develop. And I'm interested in tuning in tomorrow. How are you feeling about the Commanders going into this Week 13 matchup against the Miami Dolphins? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. You could always tweet me throughout the show at 1067thefan or at AWOD Radio. Joe House from The Ringer will join the program at 10 a.m. And my buddy Michael Phillips, you can check out Enrichment MP on the mic from 10 to noon, Monday through Friday, will join me at 11 a.m. But... I'd like to start the show by asking you guys, how are you feeling about your commanders right now going into week 13? I'll tell you how I'm feeling. I'm upset. I'm upset about a lot of things right now with this franchise, right? Not happy 
that Ron Rivera is still here. I want him gone. Not happy with what's gone on over the last two months, basically. I want Sam Howell and I want Coach Eric Bieniemy to stay. I'm bitter. Jack Del Rio took the fall for the players not showing up on Thanksgiving. I, I really think it was the players' fault the reason we got blown out by the Dallas Cowboys. But I don't even want to watch this team anymore. It gives me no joy to watch them on Sundays. But the thing I'm most upset about, and I'm being honest with you guys here, this is a straight shoot, is that we are not in the hunt. We're not in the hunt. I can't watch football anymore because when they show the in the hunt graphic, you've got lousy football teams like the Atlanta Falcons and Green Bay Packers ahead of us in the hunt. I live in the hunt. I was born in the hunt. December of 1992, after the last Super Bowl. My whole life, my favorite football team, we've been in the hunt. We've never been in contention. We've never been a lock for the playoffs. We've never been the division champions three to four weeks before the end of the season. But one thing I could always count on, this is how bad it is to be a Commanders fan for 30 years here, is that I would always grasp that when I was watching a nationally televised game and they showed the in the hunt graphic, Washington would be included. Otherwise, why else would you even pay attention? Why even watch? Right? Because I, I'm in it to win it. Tanking's not in my DNA. I'm desperate for us to win a game on Sunday. Make me feel good about myself for the next week. I'm desperate just to be included in the in the hunt graphic. I mean, how pathetic is that? I just want to be in the hunt. I don't care if it changes us from pick three to pick seven. I just want to have some sort of positive momentum heading into next season. Being in the hunt? That's something I live for. I love that graphic. I love to go on to Yahoo, do their playoff simulators, make my team win and other teams lose, and somehow I get a postseason berth. I live for being in the hunt. And I hate Ron Rivera for taking that away from me. It's December 2nd. I don't want to be talking about the lousy NBA team in town here. I want to grasp that we could talk about a playoff team. But we're never in a good position here in December. We're always trailing the pack. It's so frustrating. Year after year after year. And this year, it's been really hard for me. I don't know about you guys. 1-800-636-1067. It's been really hard for me to look up in the standings and believe these teams are better than Washington. And believe Washington is less talented than the Atlanta Falcons. We beat the freaking Falcons. They're going to go to the playoffs. The Minnesota Vikings. Not led by our old quarterback, Kirk Cousins, or our old offense coordinator, Kevin O'Connell, but by a quarterback we already beat this season in Josh Dobbs. And tell me that team is going to get an extra game? That fan base is going to get to watch their favorite team in the playoffs? And the Packers and the Giants and the Saints, these are all mediocre to bad football teams. And it pains me to say we're in the same category as them, if not worse right now, if not worse. And you know what drives me nuts? Skins fans, this will drive you crazy. If Washington just throws the challenge flag against the Eagles, you probably win that game. You're 5-7. and seven. And then you would be in the hunt, just a game out of the wild card. If you just beat the staking Giants twice, you wouldn't be in the hunt. You'd be in the wild card, holding the seventh spot. The stinking Giants. It's not like we had to beat the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Lions, the Niners this year. We just needed to handle business against the New York Giants, and we folded. And that's what I'm so upset about. 
I just want to be in the hunt. So I feel like it's worth my time. Because right now, every single Sunday, feels like a three-hour waste. A time suck. A three-hour tour of my darkest thoughts where all I want to do after a game is take a shower and then bury my head into the pillow. And then sleep it off. Or stuff my fat face with wings and pizza until I forget about the disaster that I just watched. And it's probably my fault because I'm too damn emotionally invested in this franchise. But every single year, I love to be in the hunt. It's just there's something about it that makes me feel good. Oh, man, maybe we've got a shot. Maybe this team will lose and we'll win. And I can grasp for something around the Christmas holidays, right? But here we are, December 2nd. We're not even in the hunt. We've lost three straight. Two of them in embarrassing fashion. And we're going nowhere quick because Ron Rivera is still in charge here. Are we actually going to get better? Is it worth watching other than Sam Howell? Should we just turn to another game every time the defense is on the field and then only focus on Sam Howell? I mean, what do we do, Commanders fans? We've hit rock bottom. It's December 2nd here. We're not even in the hunt. Not even close, really. I want us to beat the Dolphins just so maybe we can appear in the hunt graphic. Just get us close to the pack because we're not going to completely bottom out and catch the Cardinals or the Carolina Panthers for the worst team in the NFC. So here we are in the middle of no man's land where we're really not close to being in a wild card spot. We're really not that close to the complete bottom. We're not even close to defeating uh, anybody in our division, right? Are we going to go over in the division this year? It looks like it. Unless Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera puts together another final week of the season, moral victory win over the Dallas Cowboys. Is that going to fire anybody up? What do we have to look forward to next season? There's nothing to look forward to in my mind until Ron Rivera is fired, until the Martins are fired, and you can completely clean house and start over and then draft. Excuse me. Then bring in a GM. Then hire a head coach. Then a head coach will draft players. And maybe you get a new quarterback. Or maybe you stick with Sam Howell. There's nothing to look forward to over the next five weeks here. There's really nothing to watch for. I don't think the defense is going to get any better under Ron Rivera. You got some people that would argue, well, they can't get any worse. Oh, I think they can. I really don't think Ron Rivera knows what he's talking about when he's talking to the players on the sideline. He is a dinosaur now. The game has completely passed him by. Are you desperate like I am to just be in the hunt? To grasp for something here towards the final weeks of the NFL season? Or have you completely moved on? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. I'm Adam Epstein. This is AWOD Radio. Tweet me throughout the show. If it's a good tweet, we'll read it on air at AWOD Radio. A-W-A-D-D. R-A-D-I-O. Joe House will join us at 10 a.m. Michael Phillips at 11. You're listening to DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Good morning. Time to get up and Adam. Start your Saturday morning off, right, by tuning in to The Fan here and Doing a little commander's talk. You can always tweet me at AWOD Radio. Appreciate Eddie for chiming in. He says, as a commander's fan, I'm just accepting the growing pains. It is what it is. Through the pain is how we learn. And it is. it has been a painful season. I mean, I kind of knew this was going to happen, right? It took forever for Dan Snyder to sell the franchise, dragging his feet, trying to get the exact number, $6.05 billion. By the time the Harris Group took over, it was too late to fire Ron Rivera, and we were stuck with him in a lame duck season. But I'm just upset that he's going to make it through the entire season with Jack Del Rio falling on the sword for his mistakes and not drafting the right players, not inspiring the players to come out and start fast, and really getting embarrassed on national television against the Dallas Cowboys. Tony tweets me, Awad, let me try to make you feel better. Dan Snyder isn't coming through that door. And and it is something we do need to celebrate, right? Thank goodness we don't have to deal with Dan anymore and that Josh Harris, he feels, I mean, he feels for the fan base, right? I mean, I really did appreciate his statement when they fired Jack Del Rio explaining this is unacceptable. Because it is. Because he was feeling what every Commanders fan in the country was feeling. Why the hell am I watching us get our butts whooped by the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving? And why do I want to watch or go to any more games this season? He made everybody feel the same way uh, with that statement there that this is unacceptable. Um, and hopefully the future is brighter. But man, it has been a painful season. And what I'm most upset about is that we're just not in the hunt. We're just not even close to being in the hunt. If you want to chime in, it's 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Shane in D.C. What's up, Shane? Always appreciate when you call in. Hey, good morning, Adam. Glad to have you back, and Merry Christmas to you and your family, my friends. Thank you. Hey, look, here's the thing, man. Look, we've not been in the hunt in 20 years, Adam, like you, like you, like you knew to this. Like, you just woke up yesterday and like, hey, we're not in the hunt. We've not been in the hunt in 20 years, and the when we win the division, it's in a sorry seven and nine. That, like anybody, it's like horrible when when we win our division. I mean, it's crazy what we're going through right now. And let's just say that Ron Rivera is calling the the defense now. Let's just say that they don't drop a fifty bomb, which I I'm, I'm sure they probably will against Miami. Let's just say he won't be gone after next week. I mean, he's calling the shots now. And at that point, Eric, the enemy's got to get a chance because he's gone. He's not going to be here if he don't get a head coaching job here in, in Washington because I got a feeling there's going to be a lot of coaches 
that's going to be gone this year, probably the most. I'm I'm looking at ten right off the bat. But you know, it's 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 sad what this city has turned into. We are right now one of the worst sports cities in the nation right now, and it's sad. Like after football season, who are we going to pull for? The Wizards? Like it's <laughs> crazy. But at least they're finally rebuilding. You know, the Caps used to be this used to be a hockey town. This this is a hockey city. Look what the Caps have done over the last 20 years of any uh, uh, franchise in the city. But, you know, those days are gone now. I mean, we're, we're starving for a winning team here in anything. I will say the Caps have won two straight games, and they're playing better hockey this season. But you're right. It, it is so tough to be a D.C. sports fan here. Uh, but here's the thing is that I just – I want a reason to watch the final weeks of the season, right? Like, why are you going to tune in on Sunday? Are we just focusing on Sam Howell and the offense now? I'm not. Not. I'm not turning in. I'm not. I'm. I. I, I got better things to do now. I'm looking at the draft <laughs> choice. I want to move up. And, why would I invest my time? I got better things to do than three hours waste three hours of my time knowing that it's going to get frustrated and it's going to ruin my day and watch the Commanders just get completely trumps uh, Sunday by the <laughs> Dolphins. Uh, I got tickets. I'm not going. I'm, I was trying to give my tickets away, and nobody wants my tickets. That's how bad it is. I was going to give them away, and nobody wants to go. That's how bad it is, Adam. That's how bad we have gotten. Even our fan base now is at the first of the season, we start off like we always do. We're, we're going to the Super Bowl. But as soon as they see the real picture, what happens? The fan base starts dying again. We're a fan base that is starving for something. I'm with you, man. Good call. I appreciate it, Shane. Good stuff. Let's go to Mitch in Jersey. What's up, Mitch? You appreciate you calling in. You're on the fan with AWOD. Happy holidays, Adam. You and your family. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. On paper, it's been a disappointing season. Especially, it's an enigma. I don't know which coach to go first. To me, it's both these teams, the Chargers and the Commanders. I mean, the rise on the wall. I, to me, I, I'm going to retire in three months. I, I wish I could be quit now. But I'm going to be screwing myself. So say, I guess that's how the coaches feel. Get the best draft position, draft the best player. Even if, some, if there's somebody like Drake or Jay Daniels, uh, Jaden Daniels from the LSU, you really have to think hard about taking them. Yeah, no, He's Mitch, I, you're player. so right. Even the quarterback. This is the interesting part of the season here. I appreciate you calling in because you Thank have you. to decide if you're Washington, is Sam Howe the guy moving forward? Because with each loss, the closer you move to the top of that draft board and in comes to play, Drake May, maybe Caleb Williams, or maybe even a guy after that. And so uh, I think what you're watching for this weekend is, is Sam Howe the guy? And where are we going to finish with the draft status? 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Herb in Lorton. What's going on, man? You're on the fan with AWOD. Adam, what's up, brother? Hey, man, give me a reason to watch on Sunday. I'm so pissed off. Well, first of all, Adam, Ron had way too much power coming through the door, but we were very, very, very desperate, as you know. So right now, we cannot afford to risk Sam Howell regression, right? And right now, I know Carlos is saying Eric Bieniemy won't be back, but the guy deserves more than uh, half a year or a year. I mean, we gave your boy from South County way too much time as an OC. This guy comes with winning pedigree from a winning pedigree. You just have to give EB more time with him. The guy's leading the NFL in passing yards. Who would have thought that? 
not even me, the biggest fan there is. And, you know, this whole deal with the commanders, it's like playing spades. You get dealt a hand and you go, man, I got ten books, and you make three. That's exactly what's going on. But, brother, long time, no hear, no see. I uh, hope to see you soon, Adam. Appreciate you. Well, I appreciate yeah, man, I appreciate you calling in. It's a great point, though, uh, with this Commanders team. It, it kind of feels like every year, oh, yeah, we're going to win nine or ten games, and now here we are, four and eight at the beginning of December. Let's go to Brian in Fort Washington. Brian, you're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, how you doing, man? Good, man. What are your thoughts? Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm going to disagree. I, I'm not really that upset. I think they are exactly who we thought they should have been. Uh, they weren't going to be really that good at all, to me. in my opinion. I know as we gotten you know into the season a little bit more, the teams that really shocked us that are really good, like the Dolphins, now makes our schedule look a lot harder when we looked at everything. But I mean, of course, the losses to the Giants and the Bears were very you know disappointing. But this team is exactly who they who, who we who we thought they should have been. It's, it wasn't very good. We were in a transition from new leadership all the way at the top. Uh, they came in late. And it's just it's it's all going. No, to I get I get that, but how were you not? I don't hold on. Answer this for me. How were you not expecting this team to be at least five hundred, to at least handle the Giants, to at least not be last place in our division? I'm not, and I agree with you. I, I think it's very disappointing. The three losses to the, the, the Giants and the Bears, though, that's really really got us in a position where we're not even in the hunt. But if you, in my opinion, I didn't even think Sam Howe would be as good as he was. But I also thought this team wasn't that talented as well. And I just – I wasn't going into the season with, with high expectations. Honestly, when I started the season, I said with maybe six wins at best. And they're exactly where I thought they would be. Um, like I said, the Giants and the Bears, very, very disappointed. But it just goes to show the team that we really, really have. I'm not really that upset about it. I'm a season ticket holder, and I'm going to be at every game. I'll be there this weekend, and I'm going to be there next year. It's, this is what I expected. I'm not losing my faith or my drive off of this season. I really, I, they are who I who I thought they would have been. I appreciate the call, Brian. Good point. I want to throw that out there to other callers. Were expectations too high this year, hoping for the Commanders to be in the hunt in December and to be at 500 or above 500 at this point in the season? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Were expectations too high for the Commanders this year? I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7. The fan live and local here on a Saturday, December 2nd. It is 
championship weekend, college conference championships. And uh, a lot of good games today. There was a good one last night with Washington defeating Oregon. So maybe we'll get to that before the end of the show. But right now we are talking about the Commanders. And I want to know, was I expecting too much, grasping that this team would be 500? Or just in the hunt, right? You don't have to be 500 to be in the hunt. Right now just 5-7 and seven would be in the hunt. But instead we lost twice to the Giants, embarrassed by the Chicago Bears, and sitting at 4-8 and eight with five weeks of the season to be played. Were my expectations too high for the Commanders? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to JR in Rockville. What's going on, JR? Hey, what's going on, Adam? Uh, first of all, let me tell you, uh, congratulations on all the stuff that you're doing down there in Richmond, man. I'm following you from up here. Uh, I'm glad you're doing good things down there, man. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot. Um, so first, let, let me speak. I, I know you're, you're kind of on the side of, of, of a lot of your callers that are kind of like, you know, fed up, frustrated, um, you know, angry. I mean, at this point, what did we expect coming into the season? Like you're asking right now, like, you know, we came with the expectation that Ron Rivera, once again, didn't focus on the important needs during the offseason. He basically just came in with Sam Howell, a fifth-round quarterback, to save his job on a make-or-break season, knowing that if he did bad, he could use Sam Howell as an excuse. If he did good, he could say, oh, I found Sam Howell. So, and he didn't address any other needs. We're severely out-talented in most games, and then we're severely out-coached when we're not out-talented like with the Giants and, and the Bears. So let the bottom fall out. Like, I don't understand. Like, like No, I get that, but you were talking – hold on. I get that, but you were talking about the expectations, and I get it offensively. There were a ton of question marks. But defensively, the expectation was to be elite. The expectation was to at least be top 15, not bottom five. But that speaks to the scheme. The scheme was up and down. Jack Del Rio, this, his second year – it's not like he's been lights out every season. And the years that he has been good, it's been against bad quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like, like it, yeah. we, we kind of expected this. Uh, we, we lacked turnovers last season. We were a good defense, top 10 defense. We could never flip the script. We could never get off the field when we needed to. That's been the story of this defense forever. Now, uh, speaking to, like, you know, fans that are, are saying they're not going to invest, they're not going to see, they're not going to watch the game no more. You only get nine home games, eight, nine home games mm. a, a year. You know what I mean? It, it is yeah. what it is at this point. You know, the guys, uh, the new ownership group bought the team, you know, in July. Like you said, they're going to make changes. The real season starts, you know, January 9th after the last home game, and that's when the clock starts ticking for this ownership group to get things done. Hey, I don't even care if we're off-season champs like we used to be. That would be perfect right now because we need to get hyped up for the 2024 season. Yeah. Well, I, I think what you're saying is maybe my expectations were too high. You're, you know, another year of Ron Rivera, I expected them to be around 500 and be hovering on the outside of the playoffs with a chance to get in, you know, the in-the-hunt graphic, as I'm talking about here. Uh, that's what I expected. And then my other issue with this is, well, now – you know, I, I think coming into this season, you thought, well, next year's the year because you'll have the full offseason with the new ownership, and next year we could be contenders or something, right? But now it just feels like, 
man, we're two, three, four years away. We've got to completely start all the way over again. No, 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 no. That's that's Ron Rivera's way of selling you that it takes two, three, four years for a rebuild. You got almost $100 million in cap space. You got five picks in the top 100 this next season. If you get a smart GM and a good coach, you don't need four years to rebuild the team. JR, good call, man. I appreciate it. Let's keep it rocking here. We got Bryce in Kensington, Maryland. What's up, Bryce? You're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, AWOD. How you doing, man? First good. time how caller, long time listener. Oh, man. Uh, what, what made you want to call in today for the first time? Well, you know, it's all this talk about Eric Biani being, you know, given a position as uh, – given an opportunity. And, you know, I mean, every guy is deserving an opportunity. But, you know, I look at this offense, and any guy that comes in to the league as an offensive coordinator and subjects a rookie quarterback to the most dropbacks in the league <laughs> paints a picture to me. I mean, that guy – Biani is coming from a – Andy Reid run offense where you have Patrick Mahomes, which makes it really, really easy to, to do pretty much whatever you want in the league now. I mean, that pass-happy offense, ask the Philadelphia fans how many Super Bowls they have up there after watching that pass-happy offense without nothing up there at all, you know? You pop Patrick Mahomes in, yeah, you get that. But Patrick Mahomes is once-in-a-lifetime type of player, and we don't have that right now, you know? But for for Biennium to sit there and keep dropping this quarterback back with the most dropbacks in the league, how does he not make an adjustment? You know, that – and the other thing is Josh Harris is playing this right. You know, if he fires Ron Rivera now and then Eric Biennium gets a coaching job for the next couple games, loses all the games, well, then he's going to have to fire Biennium. Then Josh Harris is going to look like the bad guy having to fire two nice guys. I know nice guys don't always finish first, you know, but they're good guys, but – I'm sorry. I'm I'm sick of this offense. This offense is No, I get that, but let me let me ask you a question then, all right? Because I'm frustrated that you're complaining about the offense when the defense is bottom 5 here, right? And, and here's the one thing I'll say about Eric Bieniemy at the offense is he's playing to win. He's playing to win games, man. He's trying to score 30 points cuz his defense gives up 32. I understand he's passing the ball too much. But the offensive line is so bad, I think he slams his head into the ground when he runs for zero yards and you're dealing with second and ten every time. I get that. I get that, you know. But, I mean, the 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 lack of tight end, you know, the lack of tight end, the lack of middle linebackers, they've never addressed anything in the league. I think the defense, you know, that second, that secondary being young, yeah, you had the stout guys up front, which, you know, but that back end was just a joke, you know. And, you know, not being able to convert these – these third and 15s or second and 15s, you know, that's just a constant pattern you see every week. And it's just putting that kid back there, subjecting him to get his butt kicked every week. You know, I'm sorry. It's just, I'm not a fan okay. of this. Well, let me, let uh, me ask you one question, though, because I think you can argue that the amount of passes that Sam Howells are making right now is helping him progress at a quick rate here in the NFL. And we're seeing him improve every single week because, like you're saying, he's tossed in the fire and forced to throw 45 times. But I think that's going to help his development in the future. This, that, that I give you that. I do give you that, though. But, I mean, even at the beginning – well, let me ask you this. At the beginning of the, of the year, the first couple games, the passing the, – the pass ratios were still really, really high, you know? And you, yeah. and you were still feeling your defense out, though. So, I mean, it was – they were trying to adjust, but I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of this offense, you know? It's got to go. I want, I want a – I know this is not what the league is about. It's a pass-happy offense, so, but there are teams that can control that clock still. I mean, we saw it two years ago with uh, the big kid down there in um, in Tennessee. I mean, yep. 
You know, the worst game, the worst, the worst day of my life was January twenty second, nineteen eighty four. I don't know how old you are, and I don't know if you remember that date, but Marcus Allen crushed me on my birthday party that year. So during the Super Bowl, so. I'll tell you that much. You know, I, I go back. I'm 46 years old. I, I lived through all the good days. That's my sitting there next to the TV with my dad watching those good games. And I know what it's like to have a good franchise. You know, I, mean, I don't need these Baltimore fans and Philadelphia fans coming down here and telling me what I need to do with my orders. I, I had three Super Bowls on myself, you know, at the end of the day. I don't need <laughs> these people telling me what we need, you know. So just uh, – I don't know. I just kind of, you know, fed up with it. I'm checked out for the year. I'm not naive, you know. I'm not a naive fan. I've sat through this through this team through all of Dan Snyder's era. And I would I go to I would try to go as many games as I can. I'm not jumping ship. I'm sorry. Did Cleveland fans jump ship? Did Detroit fans jump ship? No. <laughs> Those people that left and went up to Baltimore, you can have it. Take it, you know. I'm a diehard Washington fan. I was born in a Maryland woman's uh, Maryland Columbia Women's Hospital down in DC and I'm here through thick and thin. But this I love the energy, fun. man. I love the energy and the passion. Great call, Bryce. I appreciate it. Phone lines are open one eight hundred six three six one oh six seven. That's one eight hundred six 636-1067. We'll take more of your phone calls next on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 1067 The Fan. And we are always available on the go on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. And you can search 910 The Fan to hear me Monday through Friday in Richmond, Virginia, live from 12 to 3 p.m. It gives you the ability to pause the show, run some errands, rewind, and then pick up right where... You left off. You can always tweet me throughout the show. If it's a good tweet, we'll read it on the air. It's at AWAD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O. Tony tweets me, the reason to watch is because when the season is officially over, we will be wishing we could even watch a preseason game of our favorite football team, but we'll have to wait nine months. For now, we do have a game every single week. That's a great point. Frustrating thing for me is, though, I know I'm going to be upset. After we lose, even if it helps us with get a better draft pick, it's just not in my DNA to watch my favorite team lose. Twelfth uh, man tweets me, Awad, my expectations. I expected Washington's defense to be top ten. It's been bottom ten. I expected Washington offensive line to perform inconsistently, and that's exactly what it has done. I expected Washington to beat the Bears and Giants, and they didn't. So I thought we'd be seven five at this stage instead of four and eight. And really, that's the most frustrating thing for me. The Bears one, I understand that. That's right, Thursday night football. That's always fluky. Uh, but it was a disaster at home. Embarrassing. It's the Giants games that drive me crazy. And the Tommy DeVito loss, right? Or the Tyrod Taylor loss, a guy that I used to love uh, watching him play for Virginia Tech in college. How are you feeling today? Are you frustrated like I am? If you want to chime in, 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to uh, JT in Maryland on line one. JT, you're on the fan. What's up, bud? I'm doing good, A1. How are you? I'm doing good. What are your thoughts on this? Good, good, man. Hey, so listen, I want to I, I want to kind of go back and pick up on um, the last caller, Bryce, was talking about, you know, EB and his play calling. And, you know, for me... This is this is the NFL, and and the NFL over the years, as you know, it transitions. You know, it, it, it's a running a running game. It was the run and shoot. It was you know um, you know this uh, this this formation that formation. Right now, we are in a passing league. The rules are set for the for the quarterback to throw the ball. It's set for for the receivers not to be touched. And when you look around, a lot of teams throw on, on third and one, third and two, yeah. you know, fourth and one. 
unless you're the Eagles and you're doing twitch push. So, as EB has said, you know, during his press conferences, you know, he's trying to develop Sam Howell. You you cannot have a fifth round quarterback just turn around and, and, and give the ball to B. Rob or Gibson and, and just run the ball and get behind the chains. You have to be able to be diverse in terms of, you know, first down run, first down pass, second down run, second down pass. Yeah. This is a passing league. And so when you get uh, McLaurin, you get Dodson, you get uh, Pringle, you get um, the, uh, uh, Tom, uh, Logan Thomas, you've, you've got weapons to throw the ball. Not that you have to throw it, uh, you know, you know, 80%, but you have, you have options. Right. And well, JT, that's is, why that's why I immediately told the caller Bryce that hey, you're mad about the offense. Let's talk about the defensive side of the ball. That's what's let the team down completely. Uh, but when you're speaking of the offensive side of the ball, if we have so many so many weapons, why are we struggling to score points now? Right? Why are we struggling in the red zone now? Well, for one thing, for me, you talked about the offensive line. Yeah. And it's just being just being a a, a sieve. And so you don't have you don't have the guys you had when Ron walked in the door. You know, I'm just you know during the break I, I was just thinking about you know at one point we, we still had Trent Williams here, right. you know Eric Flowers, uh, Brandon Sheriff, those guys are gone. And so now you know now you have this coach centric approach that does not work. Ron is he's the cook, he's the server. He's buying the groceries, and it's terrible. Yeah. So now you want to blame the coaches. Well, you don't have the personnel. You you know you are all you know even on defense, the the, the linebackers are terrible. I mean, they, they keep talking about um, Jabril Cox. Well, where's Cox? I mean, I have not seen him since they brought him up. <laughs> you know, they talk about um, the, the kid Quan Martin. He, you know, where. Where is, is, is his input? Right. So, well, no, that's the thing. Is he's just failed in the draft over and over again. JT, we got full lines here. I appreciate you calling in, man. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Let's go to Tim and Stafford. Tim, you're on the fan, man. How you doing, Adam? I'm good. All right, so I want to go off of what JP said. I really like the receiving core that we have, but, again, the offensive line is absolutely terrible. But what we need to do is, I think, because I think a lot of people can agree with me that Ron will not be returning next year. Yeah, I, just, I, just, I think that's clear at this point. But I think that Eric enemy should be the guy to get uh, at least consideration for the head coaching job next year. And I believe that he is a big name with the players that can draw some good O linemen in draft the big O lineman, and then the offensive uh, woes will be fixed. But uh, I'm not going to go complain about the defense because the SEC will come after me for saying things that I shouldn't say. But, uh, yeah. No, I, I'm with you, man, and, and good call. I, I always love to hear from you, Tim. I, I hope you're doing well. Uh, one of my big-time listeners, I love that. And, and I do want Eric Bieniemy to have a chance to be a head coach in the NFL, and maybe it's here in Washington. Uh, it's just, man, it's so difficult here for him because that's that's so much for work for him, one man to do right now, right? You know, because the defense is such a disaster right now. So, as much as I want Eric Bieniemy to get be given a shot, we need to follow the correct order of operations, which is you fire everyone, 
You hire a GM who then hires a head coach who then hires the offense coordinator to fit his scheme and system. So I just feel like Eric Bieniemy, unfortunately, is going to be out of a job in Washington at the end of the season, unless the offense yeah. all of a sudden really gets going at the end of the season. Right, and that has Dan Snyder written all over it with all the dysfunction still. They still need a clean house. Yeah. But I think there's a few guys that they can hang on to, and I hope the enemy will be among those few. Yep. Good call, Tim. I appreciate it. Let's go to line five. We've got Andy. Andy, you're on the fan with AWOD. What's up, dude? Hey, good morning. First-time caller. Love your show. Thank you. What made you want to call in today, Andy? Well, I want to express my frustration with the commanders. Um, I feel like Charlie Brown and Lucy's holding the football <laughs> every year, and I'm going to kick it, assuming she'll let me do so, and she doesn't. Yeah. And I just feel that's what's happening to us as Commander fans. We're being told, you know, don't worry, you'll be able to do well, we're, we're going to go great, and then we fall flat. And then next year, I believe. And, and honestly, I think if you want to be a fan, you have to believe. Right. And that's why I've been saying, fire Ron Rivera right now. Give me anybody as an interim head coach so I can have something to look forward to next year. Because Agreed. if Ron Rivera wins the game toward the end of the season, I'm still going to want him gone at the end of the year. And so I'm going to be in the same situation as you where I'm like, what do I have to look forward to next year? Exactly. Thank you for listening to me. Yep. No, I appreciate it, Andy. And uh, I totally agree with you on the frustration. Let's go to line four now. We've got Tony in Richmond. Tony, you're on the fan. Hey, how you doing this morning, man? I'm good. How are you, Tony? Not bad. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Man, I think one of the biggest problems that we have in this town is that the fans are about as big as problem as Daniel Snyder. <laughs> All we, right, go on. And, and, and the reason I say that is because you can't be in a 20-year relationship that's damaged and not come out damaged a little bit yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And all we do is sit around and talk about everybody else's players Everybody else's coaches that we don't know, and we always think what they have is better. This dude in Detroit ain't won nothing yet, but we want him. Then we sit here and we talk about Eric Bieniemy and how Howell has improved. We got a fifth-round quarterback that people are talking about is possibly your franchise guy. This, is, this has happened under Eric Bieniemy, but the but the fans are saying, let's get rid of Bieniemy and get a new coach to work with this guy, it'll be better. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. That that would absolutely hurt his progression. But are right. you giving Eric Bieniemy the full credit for Sam Howell having a decent season? I, I don't think there's anybody. You want to give it to Ron Rivera? No. I don't no. think there's anybody else we can give it to. So when we talk about our wide receivers, our wide receivers are coming along so slowly because his job was to, to develop the quarterback. So if I'm working on a quarterback and my attention is on getting this quarterback right, I know my wide receivers are good. They're going to be here. But i got to get a guy that can deliver them the ball. I can't worry about I can't fix the offensive line right now. Why? My focus is on the quarterback. So his focus is on fix the quarterback. And if you win a couple of games along the way, that's fine. But if you get a high draft pick and develop the quarterback, now we can build this team the right way. So, we Tony, would you, like, would you like Eric Bieniemy to be the head coach next season? I think you get you make him a head coach and have him hire an, exper, an experienced defensive coordinator that's had head coach experience. I like it, Tony. Hang on, hang and, on the line here. Hang on the line here, Chris. Can you lock Tony in and also bring on Junkyard Dog, who says on the message board that he doesn't want EB back next year? 
1-800-636-1067 if you want to chime in. Phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. I want to hear uh, from two of these callers at the same time here. Junkyard Dog, are you there? I'm here. All right. Explain to Tony why you don't want Coach Eric Bieniemy back next year. I don't want EB back here next year. Something because when I look at I, – first of all, everybody lives off of my homes. <laughs> When I look at when I look when when I look when I when he when I look at E B, Kansas City is making do with two tackles that nobody even knows about. Two two offensive tackles that nobody even that nobody even want. When I look at when I look when I look at when I look at this offense, it don't they 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 they, they it's no it's no College offenses. I look. I look at Washington. I look at Washington college football. The Washington Huskies last night, and they look better than us on, on offense than what we do. Tony, you, how would you yeah. respond to that? <laughs> I, first of all, the Huskies have a better offensive line than we do. The Huskies also. The Huskies also don't have Ron Rivera picking the offensive line. We paid no offensive line. We paid no attention to our offensive line in the last four years under Ron Rivera. So all we've done was draft defense. We didn't pay any attention to the offensive line under Ron Rivera. We bring in EB with two Super Bowl rings, a proven track record, and say, okay, we'll throw you a bone. You can pick one offensive lineman of your choice. The only person out there is Wiley, so he brings in Wiley because Wiley knows his system. Everything else is Ron Rivera. So we're asking this guy to perform without an offensive line, but now saying it's his fault. We don't know. We don't know if if Sam Howe can do five step drops, seven step drops. You know why? Because the offensive line is garbage. We can't get McLaren to get open. You know why? Because the offensive line won't give him time. <laughs> All we can play is quick game because of Ron Rivera and the offensive line. So Eric Bieniemy is doing the best he can with what he has, and he's still developing the quarterback, which was the only reason we have him here. I could care less if we won this this year. If we develop Kyle and then ended up with the first-round pick and the worst record, that would be a win. Because you're right. you no, you're right. Junkyard player. dog, you got a final, a final punch you want to throw here? <laughs> I'm looking at it to say that we keep talking about EB and we want, we want to keep this guy – no, you 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 need if you if you if you if you keep EB before you get a general you you're forcing him on your general manager. You're saying you're saying you're saying you yeah you can be you can be the general manager but you got but you can't pick the coach. It's <laughs> no, and on top of that, I look at I look at the quarterback that I saw last night for the Huskies. He's better than how <laughs> I look at Bo Nix. He's better Question than how. Question for you: Do you like San Francisco? San Francisco. Yeah, do you like them? They're, they're a pretty good team, yes. But my Kyle, Sh- Kyle Shanahan was made the coach and then allowed to pick a general manager that he could work with to build his vision. So if you let Eric Bianami tell you who was making decisions in Kansas City to build that team, you're better off than picking somebody that you don't know and bringing him in and saying start over. Because right now, if I ask you who do you want to come in here, 
you will say I don't know somebody because you think the grass is green on the other side of the fence. That's why we have three. Uh, that's why we have three offensive coaches right now in the league coaching and doing well. That were all here and we let go because we've been damaged by Daniel Snyder. Minnesota, Green Bay, and San Francisco. All of those guys and the Rams. All those guys were in house, but because we're damaged, just like Daniel Snyder. We never look within. We look to bring everybody from everywhere else because that's what Daniel Snyder Hey, good for. call, Tony. Good good stuff, Junkyard Dog. I appreciate you guys going back and forth. That was a ton of fun. We're going to take a quick commercial break. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 